For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. Well, it's good to be here today, Ben. You know, I'm back from all of my travel, my worldly travels, as Wor- it were. Worldly, a full three hours a from home. F- a full three hours from home, indeed. Yes, no Yet, doubt. I uh, saw much. I was in a large basement and that was mostly it. Well, no. <laughs> sounds like quite the quest. No, yeah, uh, yeah I, I know that you were, of course, speaking to uh, your attendant at the Charlotte Pokemon Regionals this past weekend. How'd it go? Uh, well, I will say record-wise, maybe not what we would have hoped for. Okay. I think I went three, two, and four. So What happened? I uh, know. Total trade. So for, for the, the folks listening at home that can't win-loss tie properly in their, in their heads, that's... Yeah. that's Three, Three wins, wins, two losses, four draws. Oh. Which compared to my Orlando standing, it's the, uh, also uh, that was um, four one four. So I had uh, one more loss and one less win in this one, it, but uh, the same number of draws, which I feel like says a lot about my overall like um, tendencies and what I need to work on. This was my exact takeaway: is that I was I was like, I feel like you're drawing. <laughs> too much there's no doubt about it yeah that that to me is like the big like because if you add the records together then it's like seven three and eight right so it's like um you know it's it's not losing very much really but also not like finishing the games fast enough it's like like i feel like if i were to go to a coach it would be like let's circle this eight right here and be like this is where you are like this is where you're you know failing to make day two if you can convert one or two of these draws into wins on the day then you're doing way way better yeah and so as a as a general reminder uh in in, like when you go down you're competing during like a, like a very like uh like everybody on day one is participating like big 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 group of people yes, and you're sort massive. of working your way through the day uh every win gets you three points yes. every draw, draw gets, gets you, you one yeah. and every loss is just zero it's not like a negative balance right yeah it just um, gives you zero points okay <laughs> okay and you need 18 points 19 to make points. 19 yes. points so the um you have to go the the worst you can do and still make it to the second day of competition is um, six two and one six two and one is the right. worst record you can have is the worst record you can have and still make day two so you have that's um, I think I think right or I guess you could go five oh four would also work that would give you five yeah that would give you 15 points plus four single po- that would get you to 19 as well so you go 504 maybe that's the worst record but the most common one is 621 621 okay. six wins two losses and a draw okay so you gotta walk us through the draws then because this is like one of those things where i'm like how do you tie how do you tie tie is basically um you time out effectively like the rounds only last 50 minutes okay and in that time you have to finish a best of three match okay so typically 
Um, if you get to a draw, it means that like you won the first round, your opponent won the second round, and before you could finish the third round, nobody won. Right. And so what happens is after time is called, the, there are three turns remaining. So whoever's turn it is when time is called, that's turn zero. And then it goes to your opponent, that's turn one, back to you, that's turn two, back to your opponent, that's turn three. And then after that, if nobody's won, that's it, game over. Wow. So... It's like it it can be frustrating sometimes because like there was at least certainly one game where like, you know, we went through that and, you know, it was my opponent's turn. Theirs was turn three that, you know, they they don't win the game and then that's the match. But had it just come back to me, I could have just said attack. I win. And, and that's you know, all you and had that, to like, do. That's all I need. You need to like one more turn back. So it's like and in those scenarios, it's really unfortunate that you're not able to um, close it out. On on the other hand, there are times where it's like you suddenly, like suddenly they call time and you realize like, mm, I haven't taken a prize yet. My opponent has taken three. Their board state is way better. But now all I have to do is not lose in two turns and I'll get a draw instead of a loss. Right. So there's right. like there is that to it as well, which you can try and like that can like change your strategy. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, um, it, it's it's so interesting to me, though, because they're one of my one of like my favorite like movies is uh, it's a comedy called I Love You, Man. Yes. With, uh, Paul Rudd and Jason Segal. And uh, there's it's like I always find it to be incredibly quotable for so many different reasons and I do I probably quote it on like a daily basis all the time without even meaning to right but oddly there is this one phrase where I think Jason Segal's character's like whole thing is he like never wants to go golfing with his girlfriend or something like that yes and they they do end up going golfing and there's like people who they're like holding up the line or whatever and the people behind them uh are like saying like rate of play rate of play rate of play yes and it's always like one of these things where it's like I don't I don't really golf so like like the reference never really meant anything to me but for some reason when you kept telling me about the draws all of a sudden this voice found its way through like through the years in the ether mm-hmm. of my brain and i was like i was like i'm just gonna stand behind you at the tournament and just be like rate of play rate of play rate of play okay, rate of play now, this is a, this is like <laughs> one of those things too because there is such a thing in in the world of trading card games called like slow playing okay where effectively you might be in this situation okay you know like where where you might be trying where you might realize like mm, this game is not mine but if i slow down maybe we don't finish and, right you know like i can just take a long time to think and so it's a filibuster there, it is there that people will try it and it is it is not allowed like if oh it's, wow okay yeah, interesting like, but it's it's also one of those things where it's just like you know if obviously if you if you're the one who's like the victim of it. It's very hard to prove your opponent's doing it. And they're not just thinking about their turn. Right. You know, it's like, it's like what, what should be. And I think the rules say like, they give like a certain amount of time, like about like what, what's generally should be considered. But of course there are board states where it's just like, there's so many things you might want to do or things you might need to consider. Or like, you know, you have like one copy of a card left in your deck and it's like, is, is it there? How can I, you know, manipulate the odds to get it in which sequence? And it can, it can be very complicated where you right. might need an extra, 
you know, a little bit of time to think. But if you're taking two minutes to think, then it's like, <laughs> I know. I, I feel like what I'm going to do is make, uh, I'm, I'm going to become, I'm going to become coach Ben. I'm going to get myself a whistle mm-hmm. maybe even, yeah. and we'll have you and big Steve come up and we'll, we'll start facing off with like the little chess clock timers. Yeah. And we'll do like drills where it's like, you only have like 30 seconds between each, like to do each play. Right. Yeah. And it's like, that, like I'm going to make honestly, you get good at it. It honestly would probably help. Yeah. Um, there, so another way you can get around this, I suppose is like different decks will like, um, win or, or like succeed or fail quickly. Uh-huh. So like we had a guy with us named Justin. This was the, one of the cool things about this particular tournament was that um, it was so close to Roanoke that there was a like the most of the people I know who play in Roanoke were there. You had a squad. We had like a squad. Yeah, it was like you could finish, you could go commiserate or celebrate. And uh, the person in our group doing the best was this guy named Justin. He is like an absolutely delightful human being, and he was playing a Duraludon deck. And Duraludon's turns just don't take long because all it does is power itself up and attack and like. That's it. Like, okay. Which, you know, that's all it's trying to do. It's not having a ton of movements each turn. So I basically either it sets up quickly and just like plows through you or and its whole thing is like it can't take damage mostly. Okay. If you're if your opponent has like special energy, which almost all decks run some kind of special energy right now. Oh, yeah. So I, I completely understand. You completely understand you that. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 the guy who pronounces it Duraludon. Duraludon. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but so he was playing that. And so his matches would be over quick. Like either he would just destroy someone really quick or he wouldn't set up and they would overcome him okay. pretty quick, you know? Okay. Yep. And so like, I feel like that's another way to go about it. Like maybe my strategy strategy should be like, I think too much. So just play a deck that is very straightforward. Just do the thing you need to do. Attack. That's it. Oh, you know? one, yeah. I have I got 100% that style of deck of like knowing basically nothing else. Like I, I, I feel like I can't ever stress that enough. Like whenever we're talking about Pokemon, the differences between our knowledge bases are so vast. Yeah. Uh, but like, I definitely think that I would want whatever is the least technical version of anything I could possibly ever do. Right. It's just like, that's it. And easy peasy. Yeah. Now on the other side of that, it's like you can see where then like the top typically decks like that don't offer you many choices. Sure. Which is every choice is a is a um a possibility to have been playing better. Right. So the oh, that's top a, that's a good life lesson know, right there. Right. Every choice is an opportunity to be playing better. Right. So like the top players often play decks that involve like, you know, 20 choices per turn or something. It's a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. They yeah. can do anything, but can they choose the right path? Ooh. You know, whereas like you know, they, they might always have a path to like 99% win rate, whereas you might have a path that like it's pretty obvious, but you're going to you're going to always take that path and you're going to win like 80% of the time. Right. So it's like, yeah, just take that path. Um, but if you get one of these guys and Justin did, he came up against one of like the pros <laughs> That's in, pretty like, cool. in like round five. And we were all like, <laughs> good luck. And he that round ended, I think, faster than anyone. He was like, I got destroyed. Oh. And, and he was <laughs> that guy uh, uh, was playing what's called the lost box deck and that is a deck that involves like so many choices and he was like he, you know the guy apologized to justin for slow playing and he's watching him like dude you're playing this faster than anyone i've ever seen play this deck you know he's like they're they're, they're 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 this 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 attack you know so it's just like the it you it's it's very interesting because it's like um after the tournament i saw on twitter this guy named andrew hedrick tweeted out his deck list it was like 58 of the exact same cards in my deck with like two very minor changes sure so, and it's like he won the orlando re- 
regional I went to, and yep. he won the regional before that. So he's like extreme top player, and it's just like, you know what? My deck was more or less optimal because it was basically the same as his. Right. And it's just like, but he did really well, and I did. So it's like there is like a skill difference there for sure. Oh, absolutely. And it's just like... I I feel like it's it's very weird because of course when you're playing you feel like you're making the best moves possible right and stuff but obviously you're not um, and it's like where what what could I be doing that moves like those eight draws into like four draws or something right right well and and this is what I always think is very interesting about like even like professional sports like if you've ever watched like football or soccer or anything like you know uh, so much of literally what you're watching unfold is people who are doing exactly what they're supposed to do in the exact right position and are the most physically capable human being in the world to achieve those goals. And it is literally like, uh, like reaching break point of people who are successful at exactly what they're supposed to do. 99.9% of the time. Right. And so it's like, anytime you see something happen, it's just a sheer testament to like some of it being like the odds or like someone slipped on the turf or something small happened. But I feel like this is, this is like the game, uh, especially like watching like the world cup this past year with like professional mm-hmm. soccer. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, it's literally just like pass the ball backwards go go backwards several times and then move the ball forward right and see if you can get like that breakaway yeah didn't get it didn't no get problem. it that's all right reset the do board it again do it again and maybe they'll maybe they'll mess up this time or maybe we'll mess up this time and then they'll have a breakaway but it's just like it's like yeah. the game the professional sports are literally like every single highlight is just a tiny 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 rare mistake that someone yeah, made right and it's like and they wouldn't make that mistake most of the time right it's just that's like the laws of probability literally being like pressed to their breaking points exactly yeah that's but that's that's a lot of what it is it's just like bad matchups and people taking advantage of it and yeah it's like you you might watch some professional guy get like blown past by some amazing dribbler or something and it's like the fact of the matter is you couldn't get past that guy all day you right, know, you right. couldn't get past that guy all week. You know, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, no, it's amazing. Um, but it was also very interesting for me this past weekend because uh, we had the opportunity to actually drive down, Alice and I, uh, and Addison, and we were able to drop in at the Pokemon Regional Tournament. And oh, yeah, dude, I gotta tell you, it's like it is the most like bizarre emotional feeling that that like I go through because like I walked into this like massive convention hall center thing. You know, you've got like hundreds of tables, thousands of people all just like quietly playing through these games. Like you're meandering through this giant like field of people. And I'm, I'm, I'm like literally it's one of these things where you almost have to look at every single person because I could have walked past you like six times. And not know. And not yeah. even known it. Yeah. And so I actually <coughs> ultimately I, I by sheer luck i ended up finding both you and steven and um so i I was just like watching you guys play from like you know 15 yards away or whatever and it was like one of those things like where neither of you looked up neither of you realized that like i was there and like watching and like being like so excited and everything but goodness gracious i have i have like my emotional like reaction to seeing you guys play is something like it's like I had like a frog in my throat like immediately like it was almost <laughs> like like I could have been watching you guys as like gladiators in the Coliseum facing down a lion right you know where it was just like it was just like oh my gosh like I need I'm like I'm pulling form so hard right you know it's like I, I right. could not have been more invested in anything I've ever seen and like I don't even understand the gameplay right I couldn't see the cards you were doing you didn't even know I was there right and there were thousands of people all around you but it was like 
this bizarre like halo effect where I was just like, there's Jay and he's playing and it's happening. And it's like, right. it's like, I want, I, like I wanted you to look up and be like, Hey, I'm yeah. here. <laughs> you know, but I was also like, I don't want to interrupt or like distract him or anything. So, um, yeah, like so much, like, I feel like, like swelled with pride. Like oh. when people, when people say that I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm so starting to understand like what this like sensation is mm-hmm. and and it's just i don't know it's it's a very powerful thing and it 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 also it made me then i think spend the rest of the weekend thinking about like the the inevitability of watching like any of the uh kids in the family go and partake in like athletics of, yeah, of any kind of or, anything or, 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 or yeah. yeah like whatever or, it is yeah. yeah um and i'm like i'm gonna i like i i was telling someone the other day but i was like the first time like i that addison shouldn't have to score a goal like you know hit a home run uh en passant you know like like <laughs> it, it doesn't matter like what it, the first time i see her like ever touch the ball i think i'm just going to i'm gonna i'm gonna be sobbing i think right. because like this is literally one of those things like you and steven will regularly play like you know over lunch here in the office or something like that you know like i, I i've seen you play the trading card game so many times but right. like seeing it like in tournament status it was like oh man this is something else you know like so i don't know it was it was really cool and it was very exciting for me to get to like go into that environment and actually see it like you know unfolding because i didn't get to see anything in orlando you know it was yeah all yeah just, just, just like all the, text updates and stuff right right yeah so well it was uh, it was very welcome sight to see you after that round i found yeah you and alice and addison and uh you brought me a sandwich which was extremely helpful yeah okay so yeah. you texted you like we're on our way in you're like they canceled lunch so it was yeah. like it was like they canceled lunch dude i can't i mean yes i could not believe this this is one of the weirdest things that like i don't feel like they should have been allowed to do but at like 11 p.m the night before the event tweets out that the um master's lunch break has been canceled and you're like wait what because like uh normally after the fourth round there's like a one hour break where everyone can go get some food recharge and stuff and you know continue play because it's a long day it's nine rounds and typically they run a little bit over so it's like nine ten hours of gameplay you're there early and you know a lot of people you know the round if you if you, even if you finish you might finish the round in like 15 minutes and have like a break where maybe you could go get some food but you might not you might take the full hour or the full 50 minutes like almost every time which it sounds like you are which it sounds <laughs> like yeah i'm certainly one of these people who like i you know the round go i go almost to the clock almost every time because i just need to play faster or make better decisions or i don't know rate of play rate of play there the, uh, i can go back to that if you want but um yeah so i was like you know uh, there was no time for me to go like leave the venue and come back and be there for the start of the next round to like get food and like we didn't bring granola bars or bananas or anything with us it was like what what are we supposed to eat yeah oh my gosh this is like so when i when i first got out of college i was doing a lot of work with this aquarium company and the the guy who who was at the helm of it was like he was so like hardcore and intense and you know he's like he's one of these people who's like very top of his field like right. one of the top like aquarium builders in the country in the world really um and as a result you know like he has like a, like a tenacity and like a like an approach to how he does his work and i remember when i first started doing work with him he always made it such a huge deal it was like 
at some point in the day, it was like break. And he would go to like a sit down restaurant. Like we would leave like a construction yard. Right. You know, like covered in dust and everything. We would go to a sit down restaurant and have like a full meal. Right. Every single day. And I was like, this is a little like gratuitous, you know, like, you know, yeah. it seems like seems like the other guys on the on the yard are, are you know, grabbing like the nearby like subway or something right. like that, you know, not or, or packing a lunch, not going and having like a full, you know, like like later right. meal. Um but I, I very quickly realized that like when you work with him, you're it's not only physically exhausting, but also mentally exhausting. And more often than not, I found the mental exhaustion the the big reason why I needed like to be like refueled because yeah. you know, your brain just has to be able to fire it. I'm like, I cannot imagine because these these tournament days start at like what like nine in the morning, yeah, and go till nine at night, yeah, basically. And so it's like you can't go that long without food. You like, just can't. Yes, yeah. you so, know. If you have a team of people that works with you or that you were in charge of or anything, I, the number one thing I like, I'm always like, you got to make sure your people are fed because yeah. it, it, it is like such a game changer. So yeah, I could not believe when you said there was like, they canceled lunch. I, I like, know. I oh my I, gosh. I know. I couldn't believe it either. I was like this. I mean, fortunately, like we had you there. Maybe if you had like, um, you know, family members or spectators you came with, they could have like gone and wait in the concessions line while you were playing or something. But you know, I think plenty of people there are just there completely completely by themselves oh, or yeah. only with friends who are also playing. And I don't know what they did. Just starve, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just, just be hungry. Let your brain slowly dwindle down. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, gotta keep that blood sugar high. There's that basically appropriate, whatever the, the correct thing is. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. You got to refuel basically. Cause right. it is mentally exhausting. Like I slept so good that night. It's just like, I can't believe how tired I feel at the end of those days, but it is just like complete, like it is so much thinking in one day. Yeah, no, I know. And it, it's wild because I mean, uh, very frequently that's how I feel after a day of like, of work here at super Carlin brothers, you know, it's like we're, or, or even like we've been writing like the what if videos here lately. Like if yeah. you watch like the, the super Carlin brothers show where we just like delve into like, Hey, like let's change like one detail in the story and then go through and figure out all of the ripple effects and like all of the other things that like might now be different as a result. And like, dude, when we're sitting there, I'm like, I'm like trying to like turn pages of books or, you know, like frames in a movie or whatever right, over like, in my head. I'm just like, and then, oh, but now we have to consider the fact that like now that person doesn't have that thing. And then because they don't have that thing, then that means that like, yeah, like these other, like, yeah. you know, like six dominoes that like that normally falls. Like now they don't fall anymore. And so like, what happens with that? Is right. That a problem? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I, I mean, I get to the end of those days where even just in the middle of them, and I'm like, I got to go find some food. Oh, like, for I, sure. I, 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 need, I, need, I need some brain food or something. Yeah. Something yeah. to keep me going. Yeah. Those are, those are, they're like, they are very difficult to write. There'll be times where I feel like we'll just like get to a point and you and I will just sort of be like staring into space just like what about what about that what about that and so someone eventually be like oh what about this yeah. <laughs> i think i got it i, I found the thing i found I the thing it, yeah. okay nobody everybody no, freeze nobody move. Uh, yeah. okay let me i gotta give me give me the marker give me the marker this this like that's it that's it you got right, it yes it, it, it blows my mind the number of times that we've been staring at a blank whiteboard and have not been able to figure out like what's going to come next in this equation and then finally it, it's like the key gets turned inside of the lock and it's like Oh, we cracked it. Oh, that's we, it. We, we cracked it. This is it. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I cannot train my brain in any way, shape, or form to rely on, like, 
I don't know how we're going to solve it, but we will. Yeah. Um, this is like, so I think I told you once upon a time you had the, uh, you can do hard things. Yeah. Uh, like, sign. like mantra and yeah. sign you ended up putting in your house, like in front of your Peloton bike. Mm-hmm. Um, <gasps> and the one that, the one that I had, that, like I, I couldn't believe because I, I used to always call them like encouragements. Um, but they're just like the little, the little things that you might have in your house that say something like, in, like exactly encouraging or, you know, sweet or thoughtful or whatever. Uh, and the, like, I have never liked them. And then finally, uh, stumbled across the phrase, like you'll think of something. And I think I've talked about this on the pot before, but so now we have a huge sign inside of our kitchen that says, you'll think of something. Think of something. And it's, I try to like, I try to lodge it into my brain at all times because there is nothing like everybody always talks about like fear of the unknown. And it's like, you know, it's like, Oh, it's very wise, you know, like, yeah. Um, but Fear of the unknown is is the underlying basis for all fear always. That is always what it is. Yeah. All yeah. fear is fear of the unknown. All fear is fear of the unknown. It's like right. yeah, it's like the what what terrifies you about a, a a snake is is like not necessarily the absolute imminent danger that that snake poses to you. It is that you don't know what it's going to do. You don't know what it's going to do and what's going to happen if it bites you. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah. And, but but my suspicion is that if you spent 10 years learning the behaviors and handling snakes, then you, you probably like that unknown is, has been dusted off. Right. It's not unknown anymore. It's not now, unknown. Now you, now it's just known. Exactly. <laughs> that, you just get it. You get it. It's that snakes. is what skill is. Right. Yeah, yeah. This is what, this is what practice and repetition and all that is. Exactly. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, as, as time goes on with our what ifs, maybe eventually we'll, we'll, it'll, it'll qualify into skill. And even though we don't know how to solve it, we'll know that we know that we can solve it. I feel like we yeah, we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. That's we're getting good. there. That's you good. know, man, I've had this, ex- I've had, okay. This is a, I don't know, veering off uh semi-related tangent here. I love it. I have like slowly over the past like year, my shower faucet has become more and more like leaky. Okay. It's so annoying. Okay. You know, like you'd be laying in bed at night and be like, you'd be like, what the heck was that? Was that? Oh my God. You know, like I like hear like a sound and you'd be like, that said that was a weird sound. What was that? And then, <laughs> like, you know, like 30 seconds later, we're like, you'd be like, what was that? And then suddenly I'm like, oh yeah, it's the shower. Now it's more like, it's like so constant and loud. It's like unignorable. And it keeps like being one of these things in my brain where I'm like, God, like I feel like I should be able to fix this. And I feel like it's probably just like a blown like gasket or something, but it's going to involve like a whole day of disassembling my, my shower head and going to find exactly the right, like little rubber ring I have to replace and putting it back on. And then I was like, like th- this has been the concern in my brain about the dr- the leaky shower. Or it's like, or I'm gonna have to call a plumber or something. Oh, the worst. I know, and I'm like, this this has been the concern about like why I have not actioned on it forever. And this morning, I was like, why don't I just get a whole new shower head? I was just like, and then I'm like, then I'm looking at, it, I'm like, I don't even think I like this shower head. Wow. I'm like, I know. I'm wow. like, all of a sudden, it's just like, hmm. This is definitely the solution. Not even a solution. It's an upgrade. I'm almost excited about it, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, oh, boy, this has been such a, such an annoying thing for so long that I have not wanted to deal with. And now I'm like, I'm most excited to deal with it because I can definitely change the shower. Yeah, that's just unscrewing one and putting the other one on. It's like, no problem. Maybe some Teflon tape. Maybe some Teflon tape. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Look at this. I know. So that's my, uh, you'll think of something eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I know. Just, just give it like, you know, 365 like, sleepless nights. I, I don't know why there's like, like every time it comes to like anything to do with hardware stores, I'm always like, I'm just not capable of it. I don't know. I like I have to go figure <laughs> things out. I can't go visit that. This is the same thing with like, I can't order any of that stuff online. That's the other thing. Like it has not occurred to me that I could just like, 
look at my shower head and like try and find like the brand on it and be like, can I just get like a replacement gasket online? Like even as I'm saying it out loud, this is the first time I've considered that, you know, the whole time I'm like, I'm going to have to take it apart. I'm going to find the broken one. I'm going to take it to the hardware store and like compare things and not know what I'm looking at. Like it's, it's like embarrassing to me how much of like, there's this weird wall between me and hardware stores. It's like, yeah, I, I think that like, it's interesting because it's like you, you hear about like toxic relationships, like between people, but it's almost like, it's almost like having, Having like a toxic relationship in this particular case with your shower yeah. and it's like it's like it's like you grow to live with the pain exactly you know and it's yeah. like it's like i don't even know I don't, I don't even think i notice it anymore like <laughs> i can't yeah. solve this uh but it's like but 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 you can yeah exactly. but i mean it's so often though it's amazing how often you you discover that you have found these like weird ways to live with something that can be like annoying in your everyday life yeah and it's it's like uh, you like instead of ever taking the time to fix it, it's like never that big of an issue to really contemplate it. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I do feel like it's like whenever we have like a house sitter stay at our house, these things all become like very illuminated because it's like it occurs to me that I would have to explain to somebody the weird way that I have to shut the front door every day. It's like yeah. it's like you sort of have to like pull it to the you have to pull it to the right just enough so that like the door will like kind of squeeze itself back into the frame. And right. it's like <laughs> I don't even I've been doing that for four years <laughs> like, right, like, you know? I don't even think about it yeah. right right yeah it's but like, it's like but it is really hard to shut otherwise so right. hmm, hmm. maybe I should fix that um but no I'm just I'm the same way most of the time I think the problem is is that it's like it's a it's a um it's like a molehill that that like is only ever a molehill you know but it's like but it but it's still a hill of some kind right you know and it's yeah. like it's a it's a it's a very small inconvenience yes that you yeah you're more or less just like dealing with because it's not it's not that big a deal right yeah the oh man my kids this is it's sort of funny when you see kids invent games that like you invented as a kid and you're like this must have been so annoying for mom and dad oh dear um, so one of the things Nick and Nate like to do right now is they like to turn the fan on and then throw stuff into the fan and watch it get hit oh yeah it's just like I, I, I remember that game exactly it's a great game it reminds when, me yeah. of of the, of the boat game oh yeah yeah the game yeah we used to play this game when we went to the beach where we had this like plastic boat. <clears throat> Was it the same boat like for multiple years? I think so because I think it was just the Purdue's and they would just bring this. You know, they had like a bag of beach toys or something. The, okay, this is the family we went yeah. to the beach with as kids. Yeah, and um, they the game was you would turn the fan off and you would put the boat on top of one of the fan blades and then you would hide in the room and then turn the fan on and whoever got hit by the boat lost. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was like, like it was like and let me tell you what if you get hit it hurt a lot. You know, oh like, yeah, a lot. Like I don't know what the fun of this game was other than seeing someone else get hit or something right yeah I, I, I mean maybe maybe it was just like the the chance like the thrill of not being hit it was like uh, like you could be in danger yeah or or you could not but like yeah so the the process of doing it, i feel like we also turn the lights off as well so it'd be like it'd be like turn fan on lights off hide in the room yeah projectile plastic there you go yeah enjoy but what a terrible <laughs> game yeah but so another one now nick is like in his attempts to do this he's just been like throwing a ball up and one has like hit luke's lamp like the overhead light a bunch of time like it hasn't broken anything but every time he would hit it suddenly the light would start like flickering okay and i'd have to go like you know just tap it a few times and it would come back on and then one time he hit it and i tapped it and it does not come on again and i'm like did you just like knock the light bulb out of the socket or something underneath the glass or did you like 
actually damage the wiring in some way, which feels impossible. It feels impossible. I know, and I'm like, if you broke broke the fan lamp just now without like actually cracking the glass or anything, I'm gonna be like this this feels beyond me. <laughs> you know, like like if I just have to change the light bulb, we're good. If I just have to tighten the light bulb, we're good. If it's more than that, I probably can't do it. <laughs> I've got I have got nothing. I've got it. Now now Luke's room is just dark. <laughs> we're, we're buying a lamp. I know, we're right? buying a different well, lamp. Thing, this is exactly the thing. Like he has like a little table lamp and you can turn the light on in his closet and those two things will light up the room pretty good. But it it feels like one of those things where it's like suddenly 2026 and you're like, you know, Maybe we should fix the overhead light in Luke's room. Right, <laughs> and right. Like you turn it on one day, you, like you finally get it fixed, and you're like, "Wow, it's so bright in here. This makes such a difference. <laughs> it's such a difference. Like we've been living in the literal dark this whole time." <laughs> so I'm like, I'm afraid that's going to be the case. <laughs> I'm not going to fix that. That if it does, if it's not just a light bulb change, that I'm going to be that Luke's going to be living in a semi dark room for. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Forever. Oh my gosh. There is something to be said. I feel like, it, I don't know why, because this doesn't seem like a particularly profound like phrase or concept, but like I, I think sometime in the past like six months, I had discovered the phrase or term like a quality of life upgrade. Yeah. And they, they're like these like little things where it's like, oh my gosh, I solved a problem that is now like better all the time. And it's like, this is great quality of life just improved and it's i i think that it's like one of these things where i've like realized that like there is the uh the there's all like there's all sorts of like marketing you know out there for for a myriad of different products that can do a myriad of different things like what have you uh or even maybe just things that you already have but like newer and cooler and more fun versions of them but i feel like i am like reaching a stage of life or like maybe it's just like development or um like I don't, I don't even know you know like I, like immunity to some advertising where it's like i think the things that i want to spend money on in general are quality of life upgrades yeah for sure it's just just almost exclusively it's like oh this is gonna be so much better now it's better like, now now i don't have to deal with this problem anymore uh one of my most recent ones was i and i was so excited about it was just literally installing like a slop sink i don't know if you have a slop sink at your house it's just like one of those big plastic plastic like basin sinks we okay. had one in our childhood home in yeah. the dog's room. Yeah, we had one at my uh, at the the house before this one. Okay, the faucet leaked there too. Ooh, yeah. Man, this is like <laughs> this problem follows you everywhere. Apparently, I'm gonna get you a I gasket so. kit. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, there's nothing nothing better than a good gasket kit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So this was the, like I think they're frequently like where washer and dryers typically are. Is, is yeah. What it is. But for me, it's in my basement, which is where all my tools are and like where I do all my yard work <laughs> stuff and everything. And it's always like. I have to, you know, frequently I'm just like very messy and I feel like I have to like go in to my kitchen, which is now like all white everything. Uh, and I'm like, I just gets everything's dirty like so quickly. So I was just like, like, I'm going to install a sink for my washer and dryer it used to be in the basement and then I'll be able to wash my hands in the basement. And it's yeah. like quality of life. Upgrade. It's way better. <laughs> Things just, are just better now. This is just better now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So huge improvement there. Huge improvement. Huge so, improvement. Anyway, well, be, on, be on the lookout for a, a good old fashioned quality of life upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no doubt. Anyway, Transition. Transition. <laughs> 
popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. When 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Jay, I actually do feel like I have a, a, a fun update, question, quandary, um, movement on, on something that people know that I've been talking about for quite some time. So mm. we are coming up. I think that this episode is coming out on March 31st, which by the way, happy birthday, mom, happy in birthday. case you're listening. Uh, it's mom's birthday on release day <coughs> of this particular episode. So, um, that's that's kind of fun, but also it means that the the next day t- tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this, will be April first, which is one full year since I did my uh, my sleeve tattoo right. April Fool's joke last year. Um, and I, I I know that like I've talked about like my my tattoo quest on so many different occasions, and mm-hmm. it is getting to the point. Um, I, I think I think I've even compared it to this exact thing before. But like in Name of the Wind, there's like Quoth's dad is writing a song, and it's like one of those things where it's like it's kind of gone on for too long. And in the beginning, people were like excited about it, and like now it's like, all right, come on, man, like right, <laughs> either do it or don't, <laughs> you know? I know, um, like I'm I've, I've almost gone out and just gotten a tattoo, you know, like I, you know, yeah. since you've been talking about it. <laughs> what are you gonna get? Well, I don't, you know, Pokeball. Hmm? Rattata? I, no, I don't know no, why Rattata was like the first thing that popped in my head. Like I was not Rattata. Legitimate suggestion was like, I bet it's Rattata. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Rattata. I don't think uh, I've considered like a Pokemon before. I think like I think in the event that I like won like a big tournament, whatever like the like the 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 main Pokemon of the deck was would be like a really good candidate. Oh, that would be that, cool. Like as like a marker of like you did this thing that was cool. Right, right, um, right. That would be a good one to tell people too. Like, yeah, I won like a regional tournament and I was using my Scyther deck. So right. boom, now I got Scyther. So boom, yeah, boy, I can only imagine the day when Scyther was a relevant card again in the TCG, which he has not been since base set. Hey, manifest it, dude. <clears throat> Got to manifest it, right? Let's go, let's go. Bring Scyther back in the T. I mean, there's they print tons of them. They do, but they um, you know. You gotta, you gotta get competitive with it, you know. Gotta, right. Gotta make them better. So anyway, but yeah. So what, what have, what else have you considered? Um, I've considered the phrase. Um, I'm not throwing away my shot. Ooh, yeah, yes. that's a big one. Yes, I like I've, that one. That's from like Hamilton. I feel like every time I get into your car, that song is playing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a very long song, so it's yeah, it's a good odds on it. Uh, and I do listen to the Hamilton soundtrack. Um, you know, when I'm not listening to other things, that's typically my fallback. Like if I have nothing else to listen to, I'm like, yeah. Let's just go Hamilton, man. Okay. Um, so I always think that's like a really good one that I, that's like always just like a um, like whenever I'm feeling like ex- very like if I'm having like a like a very bad like bout of like depression or something that I was always or like feeling like um, like I'm not succeeding or something that is always like something like that like g- g- rises up in my brain is just like there's just like you no know, like you're not you're not like walking away right like, you know. You're, you're you cannot you cannot throw away this opportunity sort of situation. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, that's so. a, yeah. That's a, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. It, it would be I I think uh like there I 
I'm sure that it would feel like such a like if you did it, I'd be like, all right, I'm 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 good now. I'm really I'm I'm really like Tyler, our, our younger brother, finally he's like the first person in the family to get a tattoo, and I I feel like that was like that was like a big step forward. And if you did it too, I'd be like, all right, I'm there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get anything, just the word anything, just the word um, anything. Yeah, no, but um, so I I found myself uh you know there's there's a tattoo design that I have found uh that I have like really 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 liked. And I, I kept like trying to figure out like what the style of it was was called. And because I, I kept like, I, like no matter what, I keep coming back to like the same thing. And I'm like, but I can't get that same thing because this person already has the, like this one and it means something to them. <laughs> like, right. You know, it's like there's no way it can mean anything. <clears throat> Uh, well, not there's not that there's no way like, you know, obviously there's like whatever, but it's it's like I can tell it's like, OK, it's it's the closest thing I've ever been able to find to like the definitive answer for like what I'm looking for. And so finally, I was able to discover the artist that did the particular design that I like. And I was like, wow, this is pretty unbelievable. And I was like scrolling his website and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I think I did it. I think I found like. I found like the artist, you know, it's right. like, like, and it's so weird because like the way I was scrolling through all these images and everything, and it was like any one image, any one tattoo wasn't specifically something that I myself coveted necessarily like, like the, the original one that got me there, um, where it was like, where I thought like, Ooh, I want this one, you know, like, right. it wasn't like that, but it was, it was so strange to me how it was felt like, I felt like every single individual, uh, like piece of art, it was like, I feel like I understand. I, all I can see is this person's arm or shoulder or back or, or whatever. Like, you know, you can't see anything else about them. You don't know anything else about them. It was like, I feel like I know them a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that is, that is cool to me. Like that right. to me, like speaks to something that I would want to accomplish with whatever I got. Right. And, and that was something that like couldn't have really articulated, have, have not really been able to like put into words or anything. But so th- this is like one of those where, um, I've talked about it. I've talked about it. I've talked about it, but like, I have not, I've been so terrified and worried about going in and like bothering an artist at like an actual like local shop or something by being like, I don't really know what I want. Like, you know, I just, <laughs> here's a, here's a thought you could try that. Like, you know, no, oh, no, that's not what it is. You know, like, like, cause I don't know the style that I'm like trying to accomplish right in the end. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm like scrolling this guy's website and everything. And, and he, uh, like the website makes it feel like he has like a New York city based, uh, parlor. Right. And so I'm talking to Alice about it last night and I'm like, okay, would we go to New York city to do this? Like, would it be worth that kind of journey where it's like, okay, like we're going to go, you know, like we're going to make like a dedicated trip. It's like the whole point, like I found my artist, I found my person, I found the style, I found the, you know, the inspo and everything. Um, of course at this point in time, and, and this is never a good sign, but like rates not even listed, you know and it was oh, like? Oh, right. It's like, <clears throat> oh, mm. that's probably not good. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, then, then I'm like, oh gosh, okay. So, but last night uh, I like, and this to me genuinely and honestly was like working up courage, like yeah. to send the email, uh, to this, to this artist to see if there's like an opportunity to potentially like get on like their list or like to work with them or something. Like I can't stress it enough to me. It literally felt like being like in middle school, seeing a girl across the gym at like a school dance and like the fear of going over and asking if they want to do dance with you. Right. Like, like this guy, like you're going to send the email and this guy's going to be like, what this guy, I wouldn't even consider 
tattooing your body are you joking yeah say like yeah, uh, yeah <clears throat> i would not accept your payment right to yeah like to to be the recipient of one of my my works of art yeah um you're not a worthy canvas <laughs> yeah right yeah. so like i mean like i i mean genuine nerves i'm like sitting over there i'm like typing the email out which is like a contact form right. you know and it's like i like I, I like wrote it and then I like revised it and then I like reread it again. I'm like showing Alice. I'm like, does this sound good? Do I, do I sound, is it, do I sound pretentious or something? Like, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm like so worried about it. And finally, you know, like I hit send on it and then like, I literally spent the rest of the night. I sent it at like 10 PM. Right. Uh, I sent the rest of the night refreshing my email as if he's going to email me yeah, back. Like right there. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and, um, so first thing this morning I wake up and it's still like super top of mind. So like I, I reach over, I grab my phone, I refresh my, my, email and boom i was like there's i there's a response i was like oh my gosh holy cow you know like I, i'm like i am sweaty palms you know i'm nervous about this Goodness, man. i know i know i like i maybe i'm conveying possibly for the first time hopefully effectively like the the kind of like inner battling i've been having over this entire thing like i know it seems like wishy-washiness or something like that but it's just like um like it means a lot to me in a way that I can't really like articulate. But uh, so I, I like opened the email and apparently he had had like a New York City residency, but he currently resides in Budapest. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> a little further away, a little bit further away, you know. And so like already I was kind of like, all right, like, would we go to New York City for this? Like, is, is it like, you know, like the journey, you know, it's like it's all part of it. Um, and so it like but the, the response is very friendly. It's very nice. It's like, you know, would you be willing to travel to Budapest? Like there is an availability uh, like at the end of April, you know, if you're able to like make it to Hungary to, you know, to get your <laughs> yeah, session in. Right. And, oh, my gosh. And I was like holy crap and right like he's not saying no it's like yeah absolutely yeah you're in just you, if you can get here right yes and and <clears throat> so it sounds even, like even that email makes it sound like that's not uncommon for his business i and i think that's exactly it because yeah. in and so like i said you know like he had like a new york city residency which is why i was like oh okay like that's like you know that would be the opportunity uh and and you know i guess he i guess he lives permanently in budapest um but like even after that like if the april dates don't work with you that like that's no problem we also have uh, a residency that's gonna be taking place in bali from <laughs> may to june we're going you know, to india man I, i'm like what do what how <sighs> of course you yeah. know like and and so now my question is sort of like this uh for what it's worth i cannot go to budapest in the next month um i have my marathon next month so definitely am 100 booked and mm -hmm. i don't know that we could get to bali that feels like again. It feels like one of those things. Like it must be illegal, right? Like, yeah, you, you can't actually I mean, I go. Can look up flights right now. I'm, certainly, you could get there. <laughs> I know, I know. But like, so now I'm finding myself in this like fascinating like situation where it's like I've had this mountain, which was finding like my starting point. And the thing is for me now, though, it's like there. It's it's sort of thrilling to me because I feel like I found a starting point. And I know that like now achieving this will be a gauntlet. And beyond that, it will be like a, like an investment because like no matter, no matter what, if I'm, if I'm to work with this particular artist, it means I'm probably going to have to travel internationally to do so. Right. It, which is something I had never considered. Before. Right. I didn't think this was part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but I, but there's, there's something about it where it was just like, I felt like when I found it, I found it, you know, it was like, 
It was like finding like the the answer to like one of our theories as like we're writing or yeah. like when we were kids, uh, we, we've talked before about like hunting for like Hot Wheels cars and like finding a like a treasure hunt, you know, yeah. it, was, it was like one of these moments where it was like, I found like I found I found it. But now I have to figure out how to get it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and or, or how to do it. And so like the big question is, is like, but would, would, it, would it help me solidify that much more if if there was this like extra barrier, if there was this like it's like not only do you now have to be like, OK, like I'm committing to like this like permanent inclusion mm-hmm. on, on my person, you know, right. this image or whatever, you know, like we're working, working itself out. But it's like I'm, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to get there somehow. Um, so I don't know. What do you think? Should you go to Budapest? <laughs> I go to Budapest. Go to Budapest? Are we going to Budapest? Are we going to Budapest, man? Uh, I mean, like you said, it seems like you probably can't get there by next month. I can't get there by next month, and yeah. I, I did, I did respond back to the email already and asked, like, wh- where in the world? Like, you know, it's like, like this is the strangest thing I've ever like engaged in, and I'm just like, where, where might he be in like November? You know, right, like, yeah. like, I don't have any travel in November. Like maybe, maybe I can go then, um, you know, but it's, uh, it, it's, I, I like the fact that there's like something to like point the sails towards. Right. Sure. Like, so, but also to be clear that you still don't have like an actual design picked out. Yeah. I don't have an actual design <laughs> okay. picked out. Um, I feel like if I, I feel like if I could have the, the additional, uh, like boxes breed creativity, right? You know, so like yeah. I feel like if I could find the box and almost even be like, okay, so I'm I'm going, I'm going to Budapest in, in November, for example. If that if that ends up being the thing, it's like now I know, like, like this 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 person is pretty important. Uh, they are the person that I that I feel like is like the answer to my question. Uh, I like literally all of their other work. Uh, even if it's not like designs that like I would want for me, yeah, it's like I can still appreciate the the like aesthetic being like accomplished there, yeah. Um, so it's like maybe if maybe if it was just sort of and maybe it's even one of those things where it's like it doesn't matter like what the design is like that's part of like the consultation. So you book like a day, like like you are their client for the whole day, the whole day. Okay, wow. And that includes like your your like consultation, the design work and the process itself. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's just very odd. I, I feel <laughs> like I opened a door into a kind of like corner of the world that I've never, I've just never even considered before. I didn't even know it existed. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Are you, yeah, that's that's. It seems like it, if this person travels this much, maybe they would find themselves back in America eventually. I, I know, right? So that's the other yeah. thing too. It's like, is it is it worth just sort of like knowing that like when that happens, like that's the cross section, like right. now's the now, or is it possible as well that this is like um like a a well defined enough style of tattoo that there's someone closer to home, or is it is it does it feel more appealing to you that like part of this yeah like permanent thing on your body should like should involve like more of a quest that i think you know it's funny because like i think that's that i think is a like a part of it like i think that helps me because then it's like you're taking many small steps along the path to like the the conclusion Mm -hmm. like uh, and I, I feel like that like anticipation, the build up, the the excitement or whatever, even maybe like the trust that you might have that like no matter what, it will be something kind of like glorious. Yeah. You know, like all, all of that seems to 
click into place in a way that makes sense to me. And I, I think the other thing too is when I first read the email, I was like, well, I can't go to Budapest. And then like within 15 minutes, I was like, maybe I can. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, like, like this is not like a small thing to me. Yeah. You know, it's like, so it's like, maybe it's just worth it mm-hmm. to, to try right. to like, do it. Like it's, it's worth it. It's, it's interesting. Like how important it is to you to like, just have art tattooed on your body. Right. Well, so, so I told you, I, I drafted <clears throat> this email like over and over and over again. Um, and one of the like sentiments that like I, I ultimately came down to that was almost like my like my like plea as to like why I would be like worthy to work with this person again, like it, which sounds it sounds so crazy. But again, it's, it's just it's more my own like my own internalized like insecurity being like projected outwards or whatever. But it's like I think when it comes down to it, it's like I, I know that there's something that like that like internally is like trying to be said uh-huh. and like I can't. Like I can't like draw, but it's like I I feel like like this is a way to express it, and like I want to express it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it, it feels like it feels more than anything else like it's like the key to that expression. I see, I see. Uh, In that case, it does feel pretty important. It's not just like I just want something cool on me. Right, it, it's yeah. not that. Uh, yeah. Which I have no issue with that that uh, approach to because I know that's for like for anybody that could be the entire appeal is like, right. This is a cool way to like personalize my, my being, my body. you know, like yeah. I get, I get to choose something about it. Um, and it's very possible that like once I, once the seal has been broken, maybe that is like the type of thing that would feel so much more available to right. me. But there, there is something that feels very momentous about like the, like, like breaking that seal. Right. So, so anyway, so I don't know. Maybe you should just go to India, man. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, be sure to let me know what you think. Send me your feedback to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Whew. Any guidance, super appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Transition. Transition. All right, Ben. What do you say to getting a little elemental? getting a little elemental yeah like with like the element of surprise what oh yes what what is happening (laughs) okay Uh, it's been a minute it's we haven't had that's that's what makes it so surprising you let me go on that long about tattoos when when you had you had this ace in the hole in the pocket exactly ben and it's quite an ace let me tell you (laughs) actually on the note of tattoos one time when we were at emerald point there was like a like a henna tattoo thing that i got and i was it was the ace of spades right there on my left that the inside left of my or my my left forearm is okay. where I got it. Yeah, it was the Ace of Spades, and I just thought it like I I don't know what it was. I think I think I was just really into like uh, like card like pff, I was into cards. Like uh, I thought <laughs> yeah. this is this is part of my personality. I've always just thought like cards and dice and things like that were cool. So I was like. Um, I, I remember doing that, and then it was just like, uh, you know, the henna tattoos last like a couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah. So I was working at Panera at the time, and it was like amazing to me. Like the other people who worked at Panera with me would like see it and be like, "Whoa, do you get like, whoa, that's awesome. What is that?" And it was like, oh, this is, I mean, it's not real, but you know, right? It right, was right. like interesting to me, like the reaction I got when people thought I had that. That is interesting. You know, it was like, yeah. Mm, Interesting. Uh, anyway, not the element of surprise. Okay. Um, so you'll recall a few weeks ago, we were discussing the history of jokes about Limburger cheese on um, oh, no. in the 90s or whatever. The history. Yes, I do remember this. Yeah, and I like thought that you were I thought that you were like pranking me somehow. Yeah. 
I was not pranking you. Okay. Yeah, I've okay. actually looked it up, and uh, I was like, like, would, am I remembering this wrong? Was this just like something very specific I noticed or something? And like, if you're on like TV tropes, like um, making fun of specifically Limburger cheese was a thing for a while on TV. Okay. And okay. It was so like, it okay, was- this is a thing, as well as just the greater category of. Um, making fun of smelly cheese in general. Sure, sure. So anyway, I was like, well, this is, you know, I love a good charcuterie board. It's one of my literal favorite things ever. Yeah. Like, you know, man, like if you want, if you want to just like make me a very happy person, just, you just have like a cheese board with all the things that mix and match and try. It's my favorite thing ever. I was like, you know what? It's just cheese. And you know what? I even like some of the smelly cheeses. So I was like, can I, can you like, maybe I'll just buy some, you know? Oh dear. I'll just go buy some. Did you do that? And, well, <laughs> it's harder than you think. Oh, is it? Okay. okay. Apparently, yes. Is it like so, the pierogi cheese? Well, uh, I not quite like that because you can get it online. Okay, okay. But apparently, Limburger was a much more popular thing. I'm not sure if maybe all the jokes like just killed it or whatever. Oh my god! Can you imagine if your business was selling Limburger cheese and then all of a sudden, like somehow, some way, a whole bunch of like TV and cartoon shows like annihilated I know, your business? And you're like, it's well, like, jeez, this is how it's supposed to smell. Cheese. This is yeah, exactly. Yep. Anyway, it is now only made in one place in America. No way. One one cheesery has one, cheesery. one okay. cheese. That's probably not the right word in Wisconsin, as okay. you might expect. Yep, certainly. And I found them, and Ben, I have here with us no, some Limburg, some rare Limburger cheese. What Bam. on earth? How did there we drove is. together this morning? How did you sneak it in, Ben? It's been in the office for over a week because I didn't know when we were going to record the episode. <laughs> and I haven't seen it. It's just been in the fridge. It's it's been fridged. It's okay. been in the fridge. It's been in the drawer in the back, and I was like, let no, me. No see it no Let one ever opens it. this drawer it's like squishy it's a little squishy it's yeah a little... yeah oh listen. yeah no it's you get some funk yeah i got some funk all well, right i so... figured we would uh we should you know do do the little colonel some justice here and sample and smell the limburger cheese <laughs> <laughs> oh great okay bring it I on i think it's bring gonna be i think it's I, probably I, I, gonna be i okay. bet it's great maybe I we know. can revive maybe we can revive we're bringing it back we're bringing it back we're bringing people back just Here everybody get your your clothespins <laughs> ready and just okay so everyone just hold please real quick while we open this and slice a slice a piece off for me and ben okay elevator music Yeah. Okay. So j- just for reference, uh, as Jay was just unpackaging it here, he he removed the foil and and sort of had like a like the sm- you could like watch the smell hit him in the face, and he was like, <laughs> and this is someone who who uh, it, uh, happily will eat um, malicious cheese on purpose. Man, you cut like two big old chunks. Okay. 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 So. I've, you know, we've done a bunch of charcuteries and stuff and people will say like, now this is like the little bit smellier one. And I have never, ever thought like, okay, it actually smells bad or anything. I can tell you that this one for sure. (laughs) 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 It does not smell good. It doesn't straight up. I can, I can 100%. I can confirm where the jokes came from. I think I was like, in my mind, I was like, there's no way it smells as bad as the jokes. I'm not going to lie. I think it smells like a diaper. It smells like a diaper. I've heard that it compared to feet is the thing most people think. I'm not sure. Which I, also, I, keep, I don't know why I keep giving it like a huge like, like wolf. really giving it the wolf there. Okay. All right. 
So you're going to get some... I got a little bit of rind on my edge here. Do you have some rind? I, I mean, I do. I was going to go just sort of right for the middle. Right for the middle. Rather than the rind. Okay, okay. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah, Cheers. Almost, are you nervous? Uh, yeah, absolutely. As soon as you started this conversation, I was, I was like, like... Uh-oh, it's here. It takes me back to the, the, the Go Fest where you had the juicy and you, yeah. you, you busted it out on me with yeah, the element of surprise. So I, I, at some point in time, apparently, we're just going to need a show where you and I just eat um, exotic things. things. Yeah. All, All right, right. So well, cheers to the, the exotic cheers. per Wisconsin. Okay, I will say it tastes significantly better than it smells. It tastes significantly better than it smells. However, Confirmed. you can't not be smelling. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's um, it like infiltrates your strills. Yeah. It does, man. It is a it is a pungent experience, to be sure. Okay, I'm putting it down. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. I have a whole block of this at my house too. Goodness, I my really, gracious. I honestly thought it was gonna be like this would be like sort of like a fun thing. Like it'll be it'll be cool one night that me and Beth can like go like bust this out and try it and you know maybe we'll like be maybe this will be this like cool thing we like discovered and there's only one place you can get it this is horrifying but i feel like i'm breathing onto my microphone and it is causing me to smell the cheese mm. it's like that's a that's <laughs> absolutely disgusting it, just, it does not smell good yeah it, it really I, smells <laughs> bad it's okay i would say that the flavor is completely i, I would call it mild even i would say um, it mild yeah um i i i, I don't know I can see it it this is what I suspected though is that it must have tasted good enough to have for people to have been putting up with the smell. Yeah. I think that was like my hope. That was like it's going to smell bad but then you're going to eat it and be like, "Oh wait, maybe it's worth it." Right, right, right. Yeah. No, and, and you're definitely right. Like um it it reminds me of like a very like like fresh cheese, like not yeah. terribly far you covering it to try to I'm block, covering it to block try and block smell. some aroma. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it um like one of one of the things that I feel like our dad's parents, so our grandparents on on their on that side, uh, had introduced to us at one point in time is just like cheese curds, which I think are just like cheese before it's been turned into like anything yeah. more like like before any aging has has happened. Right. And the word curd is not exact it's it's a little too I mean it's it, not it, a great word. It's the short shorthand for curdle, which is not exactly the yeah, most like that's appetizing. what it brings you're like curdle cheese. I, I know, yeah. Like it, it definitely like doesn't but I freaking love me some cheese curds. Like they are so dang tasty. I'm gonna have to wash my hands. Man. I know, I know. Hands. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I always like as I talk, I like mess with my beard a lot. And I'm like, I, I can't know. let that hand can't anywhere near happen. my face right now. Jeez. Um but yeah, no, so I I mean I can't say that I would be stoked to have more. Yeah, um, I yeah, I think uh, I don't know if it's the sort of thing where like maybe after it's been like out for a minute, like maybe it doesn't smell. Maybe the smell like evaporates. Some. Does the smell go somewhere? Or does it just go and like land on things? Yeah, I don't know. It's sort of like you know, it's not like. I, yeah, I guess at the same rate, it's not like if you have like a, a smell of something, you just smell it a lot. The smell goes away. You can't like suck up all the smell off something. That's true. That's you know? true. Yeah. So yeah. maybe um, I don't. So now that I've said that, I'm like, I doubt that's going to happen. It's probably just going to continue to smell. Uh, it just spread. Yeah. Great. Now, now our whole now our whole office where we're filming all day today is going to be it's going to be yay, just nice and nice and delicious and I tasty. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is a weird one, but I mean, it takes me back to, so like my, in my aquarium days, um, like one of the, one of the big filter 
the the heart of a saltwater aquarium filter system uh for for me to like normally jay gets too technical about pokemon this mm-hmm. is ben gets too yeah. technical about aquariums um the the like the the heart and soul of your filtration system for a saltwater aquarium is called a protein skimmer yeah and literally what it does is like it is really aerated water that is being like pumped into this like container which creates like a foam and the foam is very similar to like what you might find on the beach as like waves are crashing. If you've ever like gone and like made like a Santa beard out of like the foam. Oh yeah. That's, that's effectively what a protein skimmer is creating. And what that foam is, is pretty much just fish poop. Oh man. So next time you make a a Santa Claus beard, just just keep, keep that in mind. Bear in mind. Bear in mind. Um, but especially as time goes on, it will start to, that foam will like pour over into like a collection cup. It makes a very thick and dark green fluid. which is so nasty um and it is like like when you first get into aquariums it is it is like the absolute like worst thing in the world to have to like clean one yeah because it smells so bad but when i was doing my aquarium stuff all day every day i was working in a basement where i was just in the same like facility the same room as Uh, the protein skimmers you went like nose blind to this protein skimmer hardcore nose blind to it yeah Yeah. so it's just like i can't smell it at all anymore but i have to imagine what smells is like the bacteria and so i have and i think bacteria is a big part of how cheese yeah. is made mm-hmm. and so for what i'm i feel like i'm i'm getting dangerously close to having protein skimmer foam and and cheese in these like overlapping oh, circles no. in my mind oh yeah i can't have that can't have that yeah yeah gotta well be, gotta be yeah. very cautious yeah you don't you don't want to like ruin just cheese in general for yourself there so how did it get packed and how was it sent to you was it like like in like a fridged cooler it was yeah well i'll be honest it arrived at my house whilst we were at disney oh so no. i know so now my not my uh my in-laws were there they immediately received the package oh okay they okay also they put it in the fridge i was like um, did everybody just listen to slash watch us get food poisoning yeah or, or maybe that happened <laughs> right yeah yeah it, it sat on the porch for several days maybe yeah. it's not supposed to smell like this yeah maybe it smells worse and you're just like no it's supposed to smell bad don't that's part of it it's no. part of it yeah yeah has this no. gone bad oh, i can't even imagine checking this cheese like picking up out of your fridge and like smelling it to be like oh is this still good i know and not i know knowing and being like Whoa. i mean even the coloration of it it's just sort of like it, it it looks like it could be bad and it's like i don't think it is because it has been in the fridge the whole time. Right, right. Um, and it, you know, it tasted okay. It did taste okay. I, I, taste okay. I don't know what you would use this for. Like, I can't imagine putting this on, like, out, out at a party because the smell is still bad i can still you know it's still actively, there it's yeah it's not like dissipating maybe if you had other things competing with it maybe if you cook it in something that would be better i'm really glad that the like foil wrapper that it is it is contained in had done a good job of of containing because i feel like if i had like walked into the pop set room to record yeah i was like what is that smell what do, is that smell? do we have a raccoon that is actively dying under one of her <laughs> chairs like, <laughs> it must be that it is yeah man i am i am alarmed at how much worse the smell is than i thought so <laughs> 
<laughs> like I am, you know, like I, maybe you, I've like punked myself here a little. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You you are act, you are closer to I it than I am. I am closer to it. Yeah. yeah, and it's on my hands a little more. Okay, so. well, the good news is I feel like we're at a great stopping we're point. A great for stopping the week. point to go. Uh, let Ethan, the editor, try the cheese or cat. Do they and, know that it's here? Uh, Ethan knows that you were you were in the bathroom getting ready for this show, and I like pulled it out and was like, "Guess what?" And he was like, <gasps> "So uh, amazing!" He, kn- he knows. Okay, um, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll try it. Um, Most or, certainly, or Probably. maybe not, and we'll just throw it away. Because I'll tell you what, I don't think I want more. Yeah, um, I think I'm all set. I think I'm all, I've had my fill. I've okay. had my fill. But you know what? I'm also very um, excited that we tried it. We and did. It, it felt like this like mysterious like thing you would never you would never try. And now um now we have now so. we can check that box. Now we've tried Limburger cheese. We done did it. And I understand more why it's <laughs> not more widespread. Yeah, yeah. And I'm starting to think that it wasn't the TV shows that that uh, I'm starting to think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like those 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 people over at the the Lindbergh Cheese Factory are like, man, can you imagine working in the facility where it's made? Well, they're all nose blind, you know. Apparently, they go yeah. home every day and it's just like you gotta like burn your clothes at the yeah, door. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, we have an incinerator right next to the the front door, so we just literally we drop it in there and it catches on fire. Maybe they've got like hazmat suits or something. That's We're working it. with the cheese, so you can just leave the suit there. You come home, you're nice and fresh. The jo- the jokes basically write themselves. They do. It's you not know hard what? to make fun it's of not it. Fun to, it's not hard to make fun of it. It's yeah. not like so tremendously tasty that you can overcome the smell. The smell is the defining factor for sure. Um, so you know what? You know what? If you want like a really fun conversation cheese... This is the one. <laughs> it's a, it's this a is the great one. conversation cheese. I mean, yes. Pairs nicely with Kool-Aid. <laughs> I was trying to think of something like not glamorous not to pair good. it with. No, I bet it would go. I bet it'd be okay with some wine. Probably wine would help. Wine, might wine help. smells very good. But yeah, true, true, true. Maybe that's yeah. the real the real goal. There is his contrast. It, right. Yeah. yeah, you need it's some like, like go from the smelliness of the cheese to the deliciousness of, of the, the wine. wine. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for subjecting me to that. I do appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Yeah. Fun element of surprise on the day. Otherwise, guys, if you have any feedback for today's episode of the show, <laughs> be sure to head on over uh, to to your email. Head on, I, like, head like, on over to your email. Head on over to your email app. Just open it up. Type mm-hmm. in popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Drop me a line. I do read all of your emails, even if I don't have the time to respond to every single one of them. Mm-hmm. I do respond to quite a few, though. So um, I, I appreciate anything you got to say. Otherwise, if you got a review for us, be sure to drop a review over uh, anywhere where pods are cast so that uh, it, it kind of helps with the general discoverability of the show. And lastly, if you'd like to support us over on Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash popcorn culture. Uh, but otherwise, until next time, pop pop! Pop!